Holy jumping. What a podcast. Have you ever seen that movie, Snakes on a Plane? Well, how about this? How about, let me tease you with this. How about Vince Vaughn on a plane? How about Fight on a Plane? How about me, Vince Vaughn, and a fight on a plane? (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait till you hear this one, and I've got some actual uh, live recordings from the event. I was there. Vince Vaughn was there. It's it's ridiculous, and you won't believe what triggered the fight. Actually, you might believe what triggered the fight. So hang in for that. Also, we're going to be talking about, are you one of these people that have too much stuff, too many things to do? You just can't seem to get it all done. Like me talking and talking and talking. Do you wish I would stop talking? Do you like to wish on rainbows? Are you one of these people that believes in the pot of gold at the other side of the rainbow? Well, we're going to talk about that today. But mostly we're going to talk about me, Vince Vaughn, and a fight on a Southwest Airlines airplane flying to Las Vegas. So put your seatbelt on, put your tray tables up. This is the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. What we've got here is failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harland Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. This is me, Harlan Williams, motoring with you. And you ever have one of those days where you just got too much to do? You know what I mean? It's like you got to get the car fixed. You got to go pick up so-and-so from the airport. You got to get some work done. You got to paint the house. You got to rake the leaves. You got to do the groceries. You promised yourself you'd fix that hole in the floor. You got to watch a show on TV. Oh, yeah, that's what you end up doing. You end up watching TV. You got so much you got to get done that you do nothing. You know what I mean? It just becomes overwhelming. You almost get depressed. You got so much to do. And what's the answer? Well, I'll do this in the morning and this in midday and then this in the afternoon and this just before dinner and I'll be mostly done. But instead, your mind goes, oh my god, I got so much to do. I think the solution here is to do nothing. Yeah, I think the best way to get all this stuff done is to go to the drive-thru, get some junk food, sit down and watch TV, and I'm sure I'll get to all this stuff tomorrow. And then tomorrow, seems like the load has doubled. So suddenly... You're back in the drive-thru and you're watching more TV. Ah! It's a vicious cycle, people. It's a vicious, vicious cycle. Do yourself a favor. Just go do it. I can't talk anymore because I got too much on my mind. I just got to get to the drive-thru. And from that, let's flash forward to a situation where people have too much time on their hands. And guess where I'm going with this, folks? Back to 
the ever-decaying society we have due to people's uh, lack of etiquette with cell phones. Now, get ready for this. This is a real-life experience. Unbelievable. Okay? Nestle in for this story. Uh, So a few weeks back, I had to fly to Las Vegas to do a show. Okay? It's the opening of a brand-new comedy club at the Paris Casino in Las Vegas. I've been honored. I've been asked to be the opening guy of the whole club to kick it off to the opening night, the opening weekend. I'm like, you got it. So I go to Vegas. My show's at 8 o'clock. I jump on a plane at about 4 o'clock, okay? Now, as I'm waiting in the, uh, in the lineup to, uh, to get on the plane, who strolls up right beside me? Uh, funny man actor Vince Vaughn. We all know Vince Vaughn, hilarious. And uh, Vince and I have uh, rubbed shoulders here and there over the years. We've said hello. We've hung out a little bit. Um, and so he walked up. I was like, hey, Vince, how you doing? He's like, hey, man, how's it going? W- what are you doing? You're doing a show? I was like, yeah. And then we started talking about hockey and all kinds of stuff. We were blabbing away. And uh, we start to get on the plane. And I'm in front of Vince, and I'm thinking, well, gee, I'm talking to Vince. We clearly kind of know each other. Do I kind of sit with him, or do I go off on my own? And he's got a little bit of an entourage with him. I'm by myself. And uh, as we're, we're giving the uh, lady our tickets, he gets a little bit hung up. And I'm like, you know what? It, I don't know Vince Vaughn that well at all, so I'm not going to, like, invite myself to sit with him. It was like one of those awkward things. So I just kept going. And uh, when you fly out of Burbank to Los Angeles, it's kind of cool because it's old school. You don't go down a ramp. You walk right out onto the tarmac, and they've got two, like, roll-up sets of stairs, one for the front door and one for the back door of the plane. And I don't know anywhere else in the country that that loads a plane this way or or disembarks this way. So, you know, uh, Vince gets hung up at the ticket thing, and so I just walk out, and I'm like, you know what, I just want to get on the plane. And when I leave Burbank to go to Vegas, I always go to the back. I just go, I go right back, I walk across the tarmac, I go right to the tail of the plane, the ass of the plane, I climb up, and I sit in the back seat, Okay. Because it's Southwest Airlines, and we know Southwest, you can't reserve seats. It's it's a come one, come all. It's like a it's like a fracas. And uh, you know, I've talked about this before. I get recognized everywhere I go, and so if I sit near the front, everybody walking by might see me or ask for a picture or an autograph, which I'm fine with. But I told you before, on planes I get claustrophobic, and I I just it I get antsy. So I kind of keep a low profile. I go to the back seat up the back ramp, and I plunk myself down in the very back seat next to the window. Okay? It's a 40-minute flight to Vegas, up and down. They only have time to serve you, like, a glass of pop or a drink. That's it. It's like the fastest flight ever, right? And because the two doors open and there's no first class and blah, 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 it loads fast. They get it off the ground fast. Bing, bang, boom. Okay? And it's always a sold-out flight. Okay? It's Vegas. It's it's 
quick, it's inexpensive, so it's always 100, well, not 100%, but 90% of the time sold out. So I'm sitting in the back, and I notice Vince Vaughn and his, his crew of two or three go up the front set of stairs, and Vince plops himself down right near the front row, like three rows back. And I'm like, ah, 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 not a seasoned traveler like me. <laughs> I'm in the back lying low. Um, little did I know, big mistake, all right? So we're, uh, we're taxing along. We're getting ready for takeoff. Everyone's on their cell phones, as always. Me, too. I'm playing a little video game. The lady's like, ladies and gentlemen, please turn off your cell phones and all electronic devices. Boom. All of us shut them off except for, uh, like, these two girls that were sitting two rows in front of me, okay? And for some reason, this one girl must have been about, I don't know, maybe 28 to 31, somewhere in that range, decided to keep talking, all right? So the stewardess walks by, and she's like, ma'am, I've asked you to turn off your phone. Please turn off your phone. Stewardess walks away, comes back like a minute later. Guess who's still on her phone? And you know how pissed off I get. You know, we live in this world where no nobody, everyone thinks their phone calls are so important. So now the, the, the uh, stewardess is getting a little more abrupt. She's like, ma'am, I've asked you three times, turn off your phone. If you don't turn off your phone, we're turning this plane back and we're driving back to the gate and you can finish your phone call that's so important uh, back at the airport. And so finally this girl huffing and gruffing turns it off and her sister's sitting on the other side of the aisle right across from her with unfortunately another man in between the two of them. So it's the sister on one aisle seat, then across the aisle was a strange man and on the other side of the man was this phone lady's sister. Probably a year or two younger, maybe, it looked like. And these two are being belligerent, and these two are kind of, you know, that they're living in a world where everything revolves around them, okay? They couldn't give a crap about anybody else, and so they start talking very loudly about the stewardess. Like, man, I can't believe that she, you know, she she get me off my phone like that. I mean, what the, what a bunch of bullshit, you know? And her sister's like, yeah, I don't know what that shit's all about. I mean, can't even make a goddamn phone call no more. What the hell? You know, obviously they were black girls. That hasn't got anything to do with it. But I will say they were the sect of black girl, the same way there's a sect of white girl, there's a sect of Asian girl. It can even be a man or a woman. Every nationality has that certain sect where you got kind of the, it's the white trash, kind of belligerent, loud, annoying, uh, maybe uneducated, I don't know, but just not o- tuned in to the rest of the world. Kind of just like, you know, hey, they, what's going on around here? Anybody mind if I scratch my ass cheek? You know what I'm talking about. So these two girls were cut from that cloth, Okay. One was kind of portly and overweight, and the other one was kind of, you know, had all the bling and was, like, loud, and and they couldn't give a crap about anyone else. So we start going down the tarmac. We start taking off, and you can see all the people around these girls are getting agitated, including myself. I'm like, wow, these girls are really loud. Let it go. She asked you to get off your phone. Get off your phone. 
But they're just they're just milking it, man. They're just getting louder and louder. And then we're up in the air. Now we're up in the air. We're about, you know, three, four minutes, five minutes up into the air. And there's this cute little Latino girl sitting right behind the girl that was on the phone who was right across from me on the aisle. And she's there with her boyfriend, and she's she's getting agitated. I can see the, the temperature's rising, and she's starting to roll her eyes, and she's starting to shift in her seat. She was a very sweet girl, uh, and everyone's kind of starting to feel the same energy, and these girls just keep going. Man, I don't know why I got to turn off my cell phone. I mean, I had an important call to make. I mean, what's up with that? And and finally, this this little Latino girl, she goes, excuse me. Could you just keep it down? You girls are being very loud and very rude and very annoying. Do you mind? And all of a sudden, these girls, who don't forget what I said, the world revolved around them. They were like, who are you talking to? What the fuck's going on? Don't be talking to my sister like that. It just went off, okay? And all of a sudden... There's yelling and screaming and people raising their voice. And here's a, you know what? I pulled out my phone and I missed part of it, but I got the back end of it. And here is some of the commotion. Okay, now remember. We're on an airplane here. You hear all the yelling? Normally airplanes are quiet. People sit and read their books and listen to music. Watch a movie. And these these girls are going back and forth, yelling, and they're starting to get into it with other passengers. And I'm sitting there going, oh boy. Here we go. And so the stewardess tries, comes up and she says, look, if you're going to fight, we're going to turn this plane around. You girls got to knock it off. You hear that? She goes, we have a situation on the plane. We have to take it back. Okay? And, uh, you know, everyone's starting to get, like, freaked out. You can feel everyone's anxiety going up. I mean, you know, we're living... Uh, we're living in a world where 9-11 happened, and uh, all of a sudden there's this big disturbance on the plane. And here's what's weird. Here, here's how wacky I am. Here's me going, um, oh, my God, there's, 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 this plane's out of control. There's a fight going on. I hope Vince Vaughn is okay. <laughs> what? Why am I worried about Vince Vaughn? Oh, my God, we've got a, we've got a wonderful actor up front. Oh, my God. Why doesn't Vince Vaughn come and take care of this? I oh my God! I hope he's I hope he's okay. I'm like, what the hell am I thinking of Vince Vaughn for, right? So then this thing just keeps going. It keeps going and going, and the girls will not shut up. And here's what happened next. And so now we're going back, thanks to these obnoxious girls. And listen to this. You hear that? Excuse me, ma'am. We're fine. No more problems. 
Oh, yeah, now that they've decided to turn the plane around and go back, suddenly you're fine. How about that? What a what a miraculous moment, huh? Suddenly the world doesn't revolve around you anymore. Gee, suddenly something steps on your plans. Something invades your space. So suddenly you're sorry. Suddenly, suddenly everything's fine. Well, guess not. It's not fine. It started getting worse. Now people are they're uh, they're, they're, they're frantic. The, the guy guy starts yelling out. He's like, "Man, I'm gonna miss my family. I'm gonna. I was supposed to be in Vegas at X amount of clock, and I'm sitting there. Oh my God, we're going back. I'm gonna miss my show. I'm opening a brand new comedy club. I'm gonna let down the guy that hired me. I'm gonna I'm gonna screw up his big opening weekend that he's been advertising for three months. His job's on the line." My reputation's on the line, and now I'm going to go back to the airport. We're flying back. We're going to land because some obnoxious pain in the ass had to be on her phone telling her girlfriend that she bought some new shoes or whatever. So now this guy that's been sitting just behind the obnoxious girl, he starts laying into him because now they've messed up his plans to meet with his family and so on, and here he goes after them. Right, so there's another threat, and it just keeps getting hotter. It just keeps flaring up. And so, finally, the captain's getting on board. He's had enough. And now the captain, flying the pilot, or whatever he is, the captain, the pilot, whatever they call him, he's, he's chiming in now. But not before one of the girls, the girl's sister starts laying into the little Latino girl and her boyfriend comes to her defense. So now the captain's like, there's people fighting, and he's asking for, for tough guys on the plane to get up and go break up this fight. And sure enough, this big like bodybuilder guy comes lumbering down the alley, and everyone starts clapping. They're like, wow, okay, look at You can see that he's one of these guys. You can see he was like a weightlifter or something, big, big white dude, right? His muscles rippling through his shirt. Looked like he's probably a green beret or something, right? And uh, and I'm thinking, well, why aren't I getting up? And I'm like, well, how can I get up? I'm like right behind them. I'm already here. I'm like sitting right in the middle of it. But then I'm going, wait a minute. Why isn't Vince Vaughn getting up in the middle of this? Where's the Vaughnster? Where's uh, where's the wedding crasher guy? Well, he's like he's like uh, six and a half, seven feet tall almost. 
Where's where's Vince Vaughn? Get back here, dude. Living it up in the front of the plane. Well, I'm back here in the middle of a phone fight. I'm just kidding. I mean, what the hell is Vince Vaughn going to do? So now there's this guy back here, and uh, they separate they separate the troublemakers, okay? And the girl that was on the phone, she gets stood up, and they start to move her down the plane. And I don't have this on, on the uh, audio, but as she gets up, she looks back at the little Latino girl and says, Oh, I'm going to kick your ass. Oh, I'm going to beat your ass. And then it's like, wait, that that's like a physical threat now. And so now they come on the uh, PA system, and it's like, now they're telling us that the cops are going to be waiting for us when we land. So now we apparently got it under control. We got uh, we got a uh, d- tough guy sitting there now. We got the police coming at the end uh, when we land. Vince Vaughn is okay. Um, that's all that really matters, right? And the, the captain comes on one last time, and he says, you know what? It, because it's such a short flight uh, between Vegas and uh, Burbank, California, we're not going to have time to serve your drinks now because of this. So now everybody on the plane loses out. I know it's only just a drink, but, you know, because of this idiot girl on her phone. And uh, and he says, you know what? It would be take us just as long to turn back as it would to land in Vegas. So thank God we didn't have to go back. I would have missed my gig. Vince Vaughn would have been upset. Um, and, uh, you know, everyone would have been inconvenienced. Uh, so luckily the, the captain makes the call and he says, you know what? We'll just go. We'll go, uh, to Vegas and land after all. Listen to that. People clapping. And the final thing the captain says, he goes, and just for God's sakes, please behave yourselves. Can you believe that? He's talking to a plane full of grown adults. For God's sakes, just behave yourselves like we're children. And you know what? Those two idiot girls were children. And, uh, you know, if you follow my podcast, you will notice that as it's almost like every six months I do a new story on how rude and unsocialized people are when it comes to using their cell phones in public. And it's just progressing and getting worse and ruder and more ignorant. And here's a situation where, you know, there were people on that flight who felt their life was in danger. You, you can't be up in the air on an airplane nowadays and have people yelling and screaming and causing chaos without people filling with anxiety and going, oh, my God, is this the underwear bomber? Is this the shoe bomber? What's going to happen to Vince Vaughn? Right? 
And all because this dumbass couldn't make her phone call when she landed. Or she had to be on the phone, or she had to give attitude and be rude. Is, is it so uncool to be civil anymore? Is it, is it so wrong to have manners? Maybe that's what they should be teaching in high schools, you know? How many of you went through high school and learned all this math bullcrap and never have to do math again? How many of you uh, learned so much stuff that never applies to your life? Maybe they should have a course in etiquette, you know? Just it's a mandatory course where people sit down and learn how to talk to each other and learn how to be polite and learn how to uh, behave. (laughs) Oh, God. I mean, imagine the poor stress on poor Vince Vaughn. If his next movie is off, if you go to see his next movie and he looks a little weak, his acting looks bad, if he looks shaky, it's because of this flight. You just got the inside scoop, okay? And who'd you get it from? Me, the ace reporter. I'm like uh, Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man. I'm there, uh, you know, I'm there uh, with my with my phone, And I don't know if you're getting bored with this story or not, but how about this? I even got it when the cops came on at the end of the flight. I not only only, uh, recorded it, but I videotaped it with my phone because I thought these girls were going to cause trouble. It actually went off pretty peaceful, but let me give you just a little snippet of uh, how it all ended. And take note of how quiet and civil everything is now that the police are here, okay? Suddenly, there's no whining and being belligerent and being an obnoxious, uh, the world revolves around me attitude. Ch- check out how sweet they are. And then these are the two that would be. Is everything okay? Yeah. 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 Just, we're just going to ask you guys to step off first. That's it. Just step off. Just make sure everybody's calm and relaxed. That'll be the end. Okay. Yeah, we're going to Okay, would you guys hang out a second and we'll walk out? So there you go. And notice how cool the cops were, man. Totally professional. Very, very, uh, totally calm the situation. Um, So there you go. Uh, Fight night in the skies with Vince Vaughn. Thank God Vince is okay. That's the moral of this story. Thank God nobody yelled at Vince or slapped him or, or the police took him. Right? Folks? What? Um, So what's the lesson learned here today? And I think you already know, but let's just say it all together. Can we do that? Can we just all say it together? Here we go. One, two, three. Have some cell phone manners and etiquette. It's that easy, man. And all this crap can be avoided. That's my wish. If I could... If I could go over the rainbow, if I could wish, make a wish over the rainbow, it would be that everyone knew how to talk on their cell phone. Over the rainbow. Is there a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? Has anyone ever gone to the end of the rainbow? I have. So it was raining here the other day on the weekend, and I followed it. I saw the rainbow. I followed it, I followed it, I went through Street and Glen and Dale, and the rainbow ended right at this guy's house. 
I, I knocked on his door. Larry Smith. He works for Domino's. Kind of a beer gut and greasy hair. And his house smelled like uh, smelled like onions. So, I don't know about the whole follow the rainbow to the pot of gold. I mean, this thing arced through the sky and came right down on his roof. More uh, of a pot of belly than a pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. But I'll be optimistic. I'll keep looking. Hey, Dorothy found Oz, didn't she? At the end of the rainbow. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? I don't know, man. My name's Larry Smith, and I just want a sandwich. Because I work for Domino's, and I'm a big fatty. Keep your dreams alive, people, here on the Golden Place, the Harlan Highway. And speaking of rainbows and pots of gold, guess what, everybody? Uh, St. Patty's Day is coming up. Uh, It's just around the corner, and uh, thankfully... I put a gag order on uh, every St. Paddy's Day. We have this stupid leprechaun, Crinky McCringle, shows up. And I specifically told Roger, do not let him in the building. Do not let him around. He's a nuisance. He's a menace. And uh, we will not have to deal with Crinky McCringles. Um, Some other cool news. I am leaving. I am uh, on my way to go shoot a new movie. I uh, will be starting uh, shooting uh, next week of a brand new movie that I will tell you more about as uh, time moves on. Very excited. Uh, I'm going to be working with uh, Nick Swartzen and uh, Michael Rosenbaum and uh, some other funny, talented folks in this uh, dramedy uh, coming up. And uh, like I said, I'll keep you posted on that. In the meantime, don't forget we have a brand new phone number, the Harland Highway Hotline, 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330. So you can uh, call and leave your uh, impressions, your comments, your insults, whatever you want. It's all for you. Don't talk too long. But... Um, Love to hear from you, or you can write me at harlanwilliams.com. Don't forget you can get the Harland Highway on Stitcher Radio. That's an app for your cell phone at stitcher.com, or just type Stitcher Radio into your uh, cell phone, and you can download the Harland Highway uh, podcast for your phone. And uh, my goodness, lots of fun stuff coming up here. Don't forget the Harland Harland, uh, Williams dot com store where we have uh, books and cds and dvds and t-shirts and stuff available for you at all new low low prices um and that's it man uh stay civil don't get in any fights on uh the airplanes and let's all join hands huddle in a circle and do two things one say a prayer for vince vaughn And two, have a nice big bowl of chicken chow mein, baby. I had your sister's boyfriend try and help me up and down the field all afternoon. My legs cut and bleeding. I'm just, I'm not really in the mood for this. Ow! Jesus Christ! My father warned me about people like you, Jerry. And there's another notch on your belt. It's not like that. What are you talking? It's not like that. Really? 
Then what's it like, Jeremy? Huh? Ow! Ow! No! Wait, wait. It's just that I'm feeling very strongly that we're only starting to express ourselves in a physical, sexual, specifically way. Now that way! And I'd like to play some catch-up on finding out who's inside here. 